Let me take a moment and talk about Riverside.fm. It allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video. When you need to record audio and video, Riverside.fm can do it. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars, to any video content, Riverside.fm. I've got a promo code for you where you'll receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. I'll give it to you twice. The promo code is SHIPIT. All one word, SHIPIT, and you'll pick up a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. Riverside.fm. What's up, shipheads? Welcome to another episode of the Ship It Podcast. We got a fancy draft coming your way today. This is one that we are spinning off into its own series that we're pretty excited about. We're going to be adding in some remastered uh, versions of the old fancy drafts with this new show lineup. And one thing that's been a lot of fun is leveraging you know larger drafts, say four person drafts, where we have kind of an open field and you can grab characters from any any different property, any different. type of fandom out there and add it to your team. But we also want to give some love to some of the specific fandoms and franchises out there. So we're going to be running with these more mini drafts, these battle royale style, one-on-one draft styles, make it a little bit more intimate, you know, a little little two-person ones. Uh, So I got Des with me here today. How you doing, buddy? Very excited for today's fantasy draft. This, This new format has got me excited. You know, it's... It's everything you love about fantasy draft, but it's much more fast paced. It's just rapid fire. It's going to be head to head, one on one. And you know, when someone steals a pick, it's personal. It's personal because <laughs> you're you only got one other person to blame uh, for stealing that pick. So uh, this category today that we're working on is uh, one very near and dear to my heart, uh, and I think that uh, it's go time. I don't know. It's not my fault. I know you're going to try to blame me, but it's not my fault. <laughs> um, we're still going to get some of those larger format ones in the works. We've got a few of those fun ideas coming up, but I think this is a really good opportunity where you don't have a completely open field. It's not more about kind of the creativity of some of the different corners of the universe you can pull from, but we're looking at like a specific property. So you got to get super creative on some of the picks you make since you have more of a limited talent pool to deal with. And it's much more focusing on a single team. So you're looking at how does player A match up against player A on the other team? How do I get the advantage from a one-on-one matchup? How's my overall team balance out? So there's a lot of different aspects to look at. Uh, we want to kick things off the right way. Do a big brand here. We got Disney. And this Disney. is going to be a fun one. Like a classic Disney. You can't really go wrong with Disney. I mean, you could pretty much throw Disney into anything. And it's going to be awesome. This, If you're two years old or 92 years old, you're going to have some sort of connection to some Disney characters somewhere along the, on the spectrum. So, you know what? I think everyone here is going to enjoy this, this podcast because we've got a very specific Disney brand today. So, uh, you know, we're going to go not just Disney as a whole, not even Disney animated, Disney live action. We're going to go very – we're going to go Disney – Female heroes. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, and, and traditionally it's been labeled, you know, you, you have your Disney princesses, right? 
there's technically only like 13 official Disney princesses that they've crowned. So when we start kicking around, that was kind of the base of the idea. And then we're, it's too small of a pool. We're going to open it up. And I think as we start looking at all the movies that we're looking at, there's so many other f- amazing female characters in those that we could technically leverage with for this draft that aren't your typical, you know, cookie cutter Disney princesses that had that era. So I think there's going to be a lot of creativity with some of the picks for the roster spots here. It's basically a, you're building a team to save the day. You know, the threat, the opposition is kind of pending on what the crisis is, but flexible who you're going to assemble to build a team to save that day. So we have five flexible female Disney hero spots for that. We're going to be setting them up against a female villain from the Disney universe. And then you have your classic sidekick. We're going to keep the theme going and make it a female version sidekick. Because um, there's definitely a lot, of, a lot of good books you can make in that sidekick spot. That's right. We're going to go full on girl power for this Disney fantasy <laughs> draft and show you that exactly how powerful this team could be because there's a lot of good choices out there. There's a lot of... Uh, Again, like I said, just leaving it Disney princesses, I think that kind of really limited our options to Mm -hmm. uh, a very small window. But when you say Disney female heroes, there's a lot of Disney uh, female heroes out there. Some, you know, lesser known ones, some some characters that maybe slip under the radar here and there. But I think we're going to have a much larger pool um, with this category here. And I think it's going to be a very intense fantasy draft for this uh, head to head matchup. It is mono a mono. I'm just playing the man today. I'm not even looking at the cards, staring at him down and get his tells and and play against him. I mean, good luck because uh, <laughs> I'm I'm bringing the the A game here on this one today. <laughs> uh, and in terms of the talent pool, so this is strictly going to be Walt Disney Animation Studios films. So Pixar is out of the picture. We're going to probably tackle that as its own draft. Just because Disney owns a property, we're not including in that. It's got to be that that classic Disney lineup, you know, basically starting with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in 37 all the way up to Frozen 2 for, for that movie. If you get that castle logo at the front mm-hmm. of the movie, it does not count in this fantasy draft. 58 films in total is the roster that we're, or the town pool that we're dealing with. So a lot of, a lot of different uh, avenues you can take with some of these picks. And with that, Des, I'll kick it over to you, number one spot. Who do we got? Ooh, okay. All right. Let's see. Um, this is going to be a tough one. You know, there's a lot of good um, a lot of good picks I could go with for number one here. I think, you know, there's no real wrong answer here. Well, okay, there's probably a wrong answer here. But uh, <laughs> in terms of, you know, the, the small short list that I think could be easily be a number one pick in this category, uh, this is a very short list in my mind. So, I'm going to go with my one of my personal favorite Disney heroes, uh, and she is uh, awesome. And I can tell you this because I've seen this movie probably 400 times. My daughter uh, went on a real bender here for this one, and I think I watched it at least once a day for maybe three or four months. I'm going to go with my girl Moana of Montanui. Uh, you know, yeah. I... I you see the disappointment, and uh, and I like it. I, I'm, I'm, it fuels it fuels this fantasy draft right to the core here. You know, Moana. She's she's strong. She's powerful. She's uh, independent. She wants to get out there and explore. She's not afraid of dropping down into the world of monsters. And uh, she's got cool sidekicks already. You know, she's got the Pua and Hey Hey, and um, yeah, that's that's gonna be my pick, Michael. You're welcome. So. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> um, 
I mean, we talk about playing the band, and I think that was a low blow to kick us off here. You know, I'm a huge Moana fan, and <laughs> we've struck up several debates on the podcast, on our you know, social media groups, on the Facebook fan group, Shiphead Nation, about what side are you on, Little Mermaid or Moana? And I'm 100% on the Moana team every single time. So that, that's it's a low blow. Um, you know, yeah. that's the way it is. It's the game. Don't hit the player, hit the game. That's right. And that's one, you know, it's a good one. You know, we think about the top tier picks and what you want to go for, for saving the day. Every single classic, say, Disney princess-esque type of character that the, the, had that run that those stories were built off of come across that opposition and then they need to ultimately overcome it. So all of these major characters are ultimately facing some sort of similar situation. But when you talk about a top tier pick, having the ability to throw down in battle, have some powers included with it, you know, Moana with some ability to work with water. It, it definitely uh, <laughs> definitely helps, you know, I forgot to mention that this is set in, de- in a desert setting. So I don't know how oh, well that's going to go for you. <laughs> This is something I should have been brought to my attention a little earlier. Oops, my bad. Sorry, Adam. (laughs) No, that's a good pick, though. Um, She's definitely at the top of my list. And and the setting's open. I'll give you that. So, All right. Well, you know, there's still some top-tier talent out there. And, and you know, with this uh, head-to-head style, you know, being snake-style draft, you get two picks Mm back-to-back after the first-round pick. So... You know, definitely some good chance here to just to pad your team early. So let, don't don't blow it here. I mean, you get number two and number three here. So let's let's see what you got. So fight Moana. Draft position is so much more interesting on these heads up drafts because you can have say a four person one. You're kind of waiting around, waiting for talent to drop. But this one, you know, do you immediately go for that top tier pick with the first overall pick, or do you get this kind of combo taking some really good quality on the top ends of the board with the two and three? So. It's going to be interesting as we go draft by draft, kind of how that differs. But I like it being in this you know, second drafting spot, having these back to back here. Probably my favorite Disney princess-esque type of character. But I think she she does so much in her runway in the film. Probably has the most engaging storyline out of all those. And it's definitely a fan favorite. I'm going to take Mulan here. She's Ooh. someone that's going to bring honor to your family. You know, she's going to end up saving the day. She's not intimidated. She'll do whatever she needs to do to uh, to come out on top and and defeat the enemy. So I'm going to take her as my best available right now. Wow. You know, I I can't say I hate the pick for sure. Um, you definitely got a, a strong, a strong female character there and uh, she can hold her own. Yeah, I would say I would say that's a pretty solid uh, first overall pick to combat Moana. Yeah, it's she's going to be a key when it's time to get down to business. So going to have to lock her down. And for my second pick, you know, honestly, I thought this was this was one that was going to go number one overall. Talk about just raw, pure talent, easily best available. Maybe there's some questions about, you know, how the, the development, can she wield it, things like that. But at the number three spot, I'm going to take this, and just kind of let my team dynamic really, you know, balance her out and, and really just have a super valuable asset on my team. I'm going to take Elsa from Frozen. Ooh, okay. Like, like in the value, three picks All in. All right. You know that's a that's a good one. I I definitely think she's again just might be one of the most powerful females out there um, in terms of her abilities and powers and uh, and her uh, singing ability. You know that's a, that's a key for, uh, for for some character qualities. Uh, but uh, you know I'm not sure how much of a team player she is. She likes she likes that isolation. She likes to be out there. Sometimes you, know, you need to run castle. iso ball. So it's okay. <laughs> clear clear the floor and just let so, let Elsa cook. 
if she can if she can uh, get her stuff together and 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 work as a team, and I think that'd be a solid pick. But I'd team player ability. Let it go, Adam. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah, and then that's when if we ever get a you know a direct face off, kind of trumps your Moana water, water card and takes Ooh. out of your pocket. So Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to utilize the ocean when it's frozen solid. <laughs> Although salt water doesn't really freeze. So she's going to have, she's going to have a tough there. So, uh, but uh, no, that's a good pick. I, I, Mulan and Elsa are a very solid. Of course it one, freezes. Two. You ever see Titanic? <laughs> it's a little harder, but. Okay. All right. All right. You got me there. You got, you got a good one, two punch there with your first two picks. I'm, I, won't, I won't lie. I think. All right, so I gotta I gotta close out the second round here, my my second pick. And I think I think what I have to do is I, I have to go magical or I have to go somewhere, someone that could help combat the the powers of Elsa, I think, is you know, as you're saying, you know, strength to strength, Mulan and Moana are definitely a good solid uh, matchup, but someone that's gonna hopefully be able to take on Elsa, maybe slow down a little bit of that magic. And I'm going to go with one of the uh, OG magic uh, wielders in the Disney universe. And that's going to be Tinkerbell from Peter. <laughs> the the know, Disney she, Tinkerbell. <laughs> she, the Dis- yes, we did discuss Got Julia this Roberts. On, we did discuss this on, a, on another podcast that Peter Pan is uh, uh, open, open licensed here. So we are <laughs> talking specifically Disney animated Peter Pan. I think she, you know, she's, she's small, but she's got a lot of power. She packs a lot of power and those little, uh, little fairy dust she has there. So I think she'd be a, probably a pretty good adversary for Elsa. I mean, she'd be hard to hit. She's got the flying ability. She can, you know, weave around and fly around Elsa's head. I don't know. I, I she's, she's probably gonna be the toughest one to, uh, to fight Elsa's powers. That's a great deep dive pick that I gotta say. I didn't necessarily consider it. It was in my short list, but we, I like how we opened up with this expanded roster here. Get some of those deeper cuts. Wow. I mean, if you go strictly princess, Tinkerbell's off the off the list. So yeah, um, I respect you know, you gotta, that. I got nothing bad to say about it. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'll open up the third round, and you know what? I've got a pretty good solid base. I, I I've got a good one-two punch to com- to counter your one-two punch. I think we're we're pretty evenly matched there. So I think we have to go the other side of the coin. If you you can't have a great Disney heroine without a Disney villain, so. Uh, I'm going to jump into the Disney villain because I think I'm going to draft the probably ultimate Disney female villain of all time. And I'm going to go with Maleficent. Uh, you know, I, everyone talks about how evil and badass these Disney villains are. You know, I, I think a lot of people go with Scar uh, as general because, you know, he kills his own brother. And listen, Maleficent, Maleficent she cursed a baby because she wasn't <laughs> invited to this kid's first birthday party the kid's not even old enough to understand what a birthday party is and she cursed this little child people don't forget because she was blacklisted from this birthday party who wants listen my question is who wants to go to a a one-year-old's birthday party anyway (laughs) if you send an invite to a one-year-old's birthday party to me i am not going to be happy about going to this thing a little why would i curse a child because i didn't get invited she is all kinds of evil she is the she is the perfect female villain for this draft okay <laughs> that that's a great pitch and on our female villains take five episode we talked about this quite a bit she's definitely the most iconic one in terms of her motivations uh, why she's evil does that hold up 
probably not, but in this scenario, does it really matter? No. <laughs> Still powerful. Bigger. She can level up to a dragon. So, okay. You, you're I mean, starting to tag on some pretty solid picks here. If uh, if I'm the parents, I would probably just invite someone who could turn into a dragon to everything that I had to invite them to. I mean, that's just a, a pretty solid way to stay on the good side of someone who could turn into a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, just a quick little tip. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you got some... Moana, Tinkerbell, Melissa Finn. Okay. We're starting to get some heavy hitters going at each other here. Yeah. I'm going to switch things up. I had kind of my short list here, but you inspired me with this Tinkerbell pick. I'm going to go a little deeper. What I wasn't necessarily considering, but I think the angle you're taking is a pretty smart call. I'm going to try to match that. I'm going to go with Fairy Godmother from Cinderella. Okay. You get some right. definitely a powerful in their own regard. I think we've seen her just tap into that. You know, creating carriage in it from pumpkins, horses from mice. That's cool. It's a cool and all. There's so much more power there. We know it. So I think getting, raising the stakes a little bit, just giving her some space to do her thing. I think she's going to be a pretty valuable asset to have on my roster here. Yeah. I mean, I'd really like to bibbity bobbity boo this pick, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> pum, 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 pum. <laughs> Zinga! <laughs> I'll be here for at least another half an hour. So. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a solid, it's a solid magical pick. You know, I, that's definitely something I got, you got to consider in this draft. You know, it's what's, what's their, what are they bringing to the table here when they're on this team? You know, can they, do they have magical powers? Can they sing to animals and make them uh, build their dresses? <laughs> do chores. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have some sort of uh, advantage on this team. And I think that's a pretty uh, good advantage. Uh, fairy, fairy godmother. They just, uh, they just don't come more uh, classic than that. Yeah. So we got to run on. I'd say just pure power, magical creatures. You got your villain spot, so I'm going to wait on that one. Start look at position scarcity, where I could get some value. I got this sidekick position. It's a little bit open. You know, it's kind of a creature animal sidekick. Trying to lean it towards, you know, a female pick here. There's a lot of ways you can take it, but I'm looking at just kind of overall who can contribute what. Not necessarily from comedy aspect, but okay, we're in battle. We're at the climax of our battle, who can actually you know, really contribute and add weight. I'm going to go with Nala from Lion King. Ooh, Maybe pushing okay. the boundaries of the position a little bit, but I think that'll give me some uh, some value add at more of a one-off position like that. You know, um, I will allow it because... <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> I, I think that uh, this, this category is tough for sidekick, for sure, uh, to find the right criteria. But in the in the... By all definition, the movie is called The Lion King, not The Lion Queen. So <laughs> essentially, she would be the sidekick, uh, you know, in in this in this story that we're telling. So not bad. I mean, always helps having a lion in your back pocket. It, it does. Yeah. Any, anytime you go to battle with a lion. It, <laughs> just want to I say was, a lion. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. And it's like, I'm just going to pick that team uh, as odds on favorite. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to talk about my team too much. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, again, this is such a good category. I, I'm such a Disney fan. It's hard to hate on any of these, any of these picks. Everyone just, that's amazing. Good job. Oh my God. Oh, that's uh, beautiful. All right. Your pick sucks, Adam. <laughs> All right. Well, now you got me thinking now you've got, you got yourself a, a full on lion in your lineup here. Uh, I'm going to, I might have to go. I might have to put some animal, uh, animal kingdom characters 
in in my lineup here. Um, hmm. You know what? My my next pick here. She's not quite as ferocious as a lion, but I'll tell you what she does have. She has a she has a very determined attitude, and uh, that could be that could be very beneficial. I'm going to go with uh, Officer Judy Hops from Zootopia for my next pick. Interesting. I think I think that um, again, she's she's small in size, but she's fast. She can hop. She can hop around. It's right in her name. So. Uh, <laughs> She's got the full force of law great, behind great, her. Great as vertical well. on the so, scouting report. That's absolutely. <laughs> if, if it's a dunk contest, uh, Nala's probably going to lose to Judy Hops. <laughs> no so, opposable thumbs. <laughs> well, I guess neither of them have it, but <laughs> but Layla Bunny did fare well on Space Jam, so I'll give you that one. So I think that um, Judy Hops, that's going to be my next pick for my team. Put a little uh, animal characters on there. Again, I think she's. She's, she's agile. She's got the, uh, she's got the badge. She's smart. So that's an interesting pick because I'm definitely much more of a classic Disney guy myself. Kind of that wheelhouse, what I grew up with. There's definitely some good ones that they've released over the years that I've been big fans of. There's some, some pockets of films that I just, I, you know, maybe saw once and then never really revisited it. So there's some of these deeper cuts here, especially if you look at the early two thousands, it got a little bit rough. Um, <laughs> But that's what I'm definitely not as as familiar with some of the 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 deeper picks here. So, yeah, I'm gonna fire my scout on that one for not uh <laughs> not uh putting that on my radar. I don't got a ton to come back to you about it, but <laughs> well, and then I'm, that uh, closes out the fourth round, and I'm gonna lead off my fifth round pick here. I'm gonna go with a Disney princess and. Again, there's a lot of Disney princesses you go with, but again, you have to look at pros, cons. What can they bring to the table? What what are they really adding to the team? You know, there's a few Disney princesses out there that I think that have some cool factors, maybe some nostalgia factor to them. But you know, what do they really add to team? You know, like someone like Snow White, like she can sing the animals. Maybe a you know maybe a deer could run up and give somebody a headbutt or something during a fight. <laughs> I don't know, but very usable powers and abilities. My next thought was Rapunzel from Tangled because she's got the hair. It's like magical that. hair. Very useful. You can use it for you know swinging across ledges. You can, it's a very multi, uh, it's like the, it's like that, um, the towel, the ShamWow, you know, you get lots, <laughs> lots, of, lots of uses for the ShamWow. <laughs> Rapunzel's that was towel. the first thing that came to my head when you talked about Rapunzel. <laughs> that was a <laughs> sham wow. I mean, she she has the sham wow of hair, really. So I'm gonna go Rapunzel for my next pick. I like that. You know, I start to look at like what's the weakness on it. You look at like you know the hair could almost be a, a weakness on a certain level. You say you look at the NFL with players that have longer hairs. That hairs for a game. They can get yanked and pulled down, and it's almost a, a threat to them. But you mentioned the things she can do with true. it, where she's swinging with it. She's, you know, throwing it across things to climb. She's pretty, pretty handy Tie with it. To, up. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely more of a utility for her. So I can respect that pick. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, also been proven to be the cousin of Anna and Elsa from Frozen. So if you uh, if you get a you get a cousin battle there, uh, she steps up to Elsa. Elsa, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a little family <laughs> connection. Maybe Elsa takes it easy on her. <laughs> See. I don't know. I think she's going to be walking around with 40 pounds of icicles off her back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, when your hair freezes, it's tough. It's tough to work with. <laughs> we'll have to keep her away from Elsa. We'll 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 let her stay away. Yeah, I think you need some classic Disney princess in here. Someone that's going to be kind of the, the rock, the foundation of the team. I look at this next pick as probably more of my leader, who's going to kind of have that slow, steady the way she she approaches things, the level headedness. You look at what she accomplished in her film. She basically stopped a war and brought two sides together so she can kind of definitely rally the team to work as one. I'm going to go with Pocahontas here, taking kind of what I feel view as the best available from your kind of classic Disney princess lineup. Close out round five here in the draft. So I'll take that value. You know, it's... It's it's definitely late in this draft, but you know uh, this this might be the first this might be the first pick that I have to have some some criticism on here for because oh uh, you know I you're gonna I, come I, at Pocahontas <laughs> you want this thing this is oh, this can be recorded oh, I gotta stretch for this one all right well, when you know, history writes itself which side <laughs> are you gonna be on I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record and say you know I've never really been a huge Pocahontas fan I I don't know the movie or the character just, the movie that's fine. I mean, it's irrelevant. It's just, <laughs> I just, here's my thing. What, what's, what does she, she's going to paint with all the colors of the wind. I mean, is that what, what's, what, what does she bring to the table here? She, she's a, she's a strong fighter, but she's, she's I mean, got, well, yeah, if it gets down to battle, she can throw down, but also she puzzle wraps up, wraps her up, wraps some hair around her. She's going <laughs> to tie it up. What, what is she going to do? She's very, um, I mean, she's very intelligent and she can, work you know <laughs> with, with the different sides and <laughs> negotiate and <laughs> uh, i so think you're gonna be coming at me and bring a whole case for this that's just that's just samuel jackson the negotiator over here she can uh she's very you know people rally behind her i'll say that so we look at the emotional leader of our team i think that's that's what i'm leaning her in for i will leave it at that <laughs> i feel i feel that's sufficient <laughs> I was expecting to bring up her, her full resume defense. <laughs> okay. Probably one of the only Disney princesses I probably would have had a rebuttal for too. In, my, in all honesty, like it just, I don't know. I, I, I never really watched Pocahontas much when I was growing up. I think that might've been part of it. I was just, we were, we were, we we're not a Pocahontas household. That's all. There's just some, I feel like there's at least one or two. Every, every person has like one or two Disney movies that is like considered a classic, like, mm-hmm like a, a very just high, high, lo- highly loved classic. And pe- there's just one or two everyone has that like, they just can't relate to, or they just never watched growing up. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't like, probably mine. I don't like Snow White. Snow White. Okay. No, nah, right. never, never did for me. I think it'd be, uh, it'd be interesting to hear like what people have to think, you know, what, what's your one or two, you know, classics that everyone reveres that uh, maybe that you just don't think so highly of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think when you, you know, the, the powerful picks are out of the way, right? So you start looking at the rest of the lineup, talent pool that's out there. You see, you got Snow White, you got Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Belle, these classic ones. I'd still take Pocahontas over all of them. Yeah, I mean, Sleeping Beauty, what the hell is her power? Narcolepsy? <laughs> well, you guys are ever at? Oh, she's Aurora sleeping again. Come uh, on. Come on, Aurora. <laughs> it's, it's, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Always <laughs> sleeping on the job. <laughs> All right. So I went up the sixth round here. So I got two spots left. I got one flexible hero spot and then my villain, which I'm still going to wait on. Full move, Cotton. <laughs> Unless you can find some creative way to jump in and get into the second one. I think I'm good. So I look at this spot, mention start thinning on like 
What are people actually contributing? You got one here that in terms of their overall influence on the plot, what they offered, just, you know, their overall weight and yeah, really what they offered to the storyline and kind of carrying that whole movie. I think I got locked down Bambi's mom in this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I had to sneak one baby's mom joke in there. That's right. <laughs> Always lands. Yeah. Shot, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure people would be upset over that one. (laughs) Yeah. It's always too soon for Bambi's mom. (laughs) Maybe a few more years, Mike. The first first four four minutes of the movie, she's dead. So it was pretty fast. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to go with someone a little bit of an X factor. I think she can contribute in a lot of ways, but it's going to add kind of a fun dynamic to the team and kind of break us out of our norms a little bit. I'm going to go with Penelope from Wreck-It Ralph. I think she can, she's pretty creative and sly. She can jump in a lot of different ways. She can do a lot more than I think you would expect just kind of looking at her. And then she's going to be a valuable asset to close out the the main hero lineup here. So I'm going to lock that one down. All right. I, again, I do enjoy that pick. My, um, my heart says uh, it's a good one. I think I, I Vanellope's got that, uh, she has that glitch too, where she can like, kind of like jump around, you know? So that's, that could definitely be useful when, uh, mm-hmm. when you're battling a villain. Great driver. Real oh, man. If debatable. I need to escape. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I think she, I think she got better in uh Wreck-It Ralph too, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I, I think I'm going to close out the sixth round here. Uh, I've got, by back-to-back picks here to close out my team. So I've got my sidekick and one last uh, female hero. And I think I'm going to go with my sidekick here. I'm going to, this might be a stretch. This is, this might be a stretch pick. I'm going to go with a, a very out there pick. I think I'm going to go with uh, Abby Mallard from the movie chicken a little. And again, another animated Disney film, just strictly under the Disney banner. There's no Pixar in there. So it's, it's uh, under the right umbrella. Um, did, did not expect Chicken Little pick to show up here. No, you know it's it's one of those sleeper picks. I think it's it's late in the it's late in the game. She definitely is a sidekick. You know, it's a, one of the one of the um, highest rated and um, mostly mostly watched animated films right on her under Madagascar. So uh, it's kind of like a like a little quiet sleeper pick. Not not a lot of talk for Chicken Little, but it definitely <laughs> um, it's definitely a, a, a good show. What's what is she offering though? Like, what's her value at? Um, she is an expert at um, moral support, um, and she's she's like you know she's a self esteem booster. She she's she knows she knows how to take the high road. You know, and Chicken Little, she's trying to get Chicken Little to talk to her, talk to his dad, and try to make him proud by just talking to him. But he, Chicken Little is stubborn. You know, he, he likes to go off and just try to impress him with the baseball and the, all these other things. So. She's, she's the, she's the team. She's the team voice. You know, she, she gets back, she backs everybody up. She believes in everybody and uh, she gets everyone motivated to doing the right thing. She's going to be Tinkerbell's hype man before the battle. Can never ramp amped up. Yeah. Okay. She fits in size wise with Judy hops and, you know, the little Tinkerbell. So, so you got I like a welter, this, welterweight team. This point. Yeah. At this point I have uh, Moana and Rapunzel's towering over these small little characters. So <laughs> But that's why you you can't sleep on these little ones though. They're they're fierce. Yeah, yeah. I just think power for power, power for power. That's where I'm starting to edge you a bit. Well, 
we'll see. We'll see. It's like, when, it's going to come down to that villain, I think. Because I mean, when when Nala sees that chicken, <laughs> game over, she's, man. She is a duck. Okay, that she is a duck. duck. <laughs> it's true. It's not That's, called duck little. <laughs> Uh, so if I'm going to close out my team right here. My last spot. Uh, I'm going to go another character. I'm going to go with Lady from Lady and the Tramp. I mean, it's classic, classic female lead. She's uh, she has this whole great story arc going through the whole the whole thing. And uh, who doesn't like dogs? I mean, you can't hate, you can't hate on a dog pick. Uh, so. uh, <laughs> I was going to try to knock it down, but she's a good doggo. So. <laughs> Just raising the spirits. I feel like that's more of a sidekick pick. If I was going to yeah, I mean, categorize could, she could that, but I mean, she's her name's in the movie title, so she's definitely the lead. Yeah, but we talk about kind of a female Disney hero, you know. I mean, she she eventually saves the tramp you know, from the <laughs> from the dog catcher. She, she steps up and it does the right thing. So, I mean, if you need someone to like cater a good lunch, nice Italian dinner. I can see the value add there, but you can hear the hear the battle here. I don't know. I know if you get some Italian accordion music playing, she might she might she might be down for the count. <laughs> get distracted. <laughs> Just get okay. you going up there with some some Italian meatballs, and it's over. <laughs> so that leaves me last pick of the draft, my villain spot. Don't mess this up. This is big. Huge. I waited on it too. Lilithvin's definitely top tier there. I respect that. I think there's one other one that matches her, especially if you look at strictly female villains. I'm going to knock down Ursula. We talked about her as well on the female villain take five. I think if you look at the motivations, she has it all going for you. Look at how well thought out and multi-layered her plan was. You know, wasn't she, she threw a temper tantrum over a birthday party? You know, she strategically was, you know, like <laughs> Frank Underwood making moves for power. So not only that, from an intellectual standpoint, you have her with her magic and she can grow big and get bigger. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> when you talk her, about kind of matching Lusfit <laughs> and her transformation to a dragon, I think they can... <laughs> Kind of match up on on those fronts. So it's a giant octopus. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's great? Two arms. You know what's better? Eight arms. This is no. <laughs> uh, you do have only a team of five plus a sidekick. That leaves are two free tentacles. Just yep. smack people around with. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So I, like, I think I like last pick in the draft. Villain. I'll take some. We're waiting this long on villain. I'll take some some value add there. That's a that is definitely a solid last pick of the draft in this in this situation. But here's my argument: uh, what what's a a lion going to do against a sea creature? I mean, that lions can swim, but as soon as it, as soon as that battle starts to go anywhere deep in the middle of the ocean, it's over for Nala. Well, I think you're you're looking at this draft as for like two different levels, right? One would be like a direct matchup between the rosters, like if they were to go head to head, who kind of has the edge on a roster by roster standpoint, and then kind of you know within your own theme of the story and the team you're building, how does that work? So we talk about the villain. I don't think it's a knock that your villain's so powerful that like logistically, I look, I think you're looking at the value of the pick, right? And it's always tough when you're looking at like say the heist draft we did. Who's going to be the turncoat on your team? Kind of how we're we phrase it up is that the better the value of the pick is, the better it helps your ultimate roster or what you're constructing. So I think it's a great point, and I will gladly take that that uh, compliment for my roster. Yeah, I think Elsa would help for that though. She could, she could freeze up some stuff, maybe make a little like a ice 
path for mm-hmm. Nala to climb up. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I think All right. construction on my team, say they're just going against Ursula, you got Elsa that's going to be a value add. You know, Fairy Godmother maybe doing some distraction tactics with her magic. Elsa really hitting, you know, the heavy blows and almost restraining her to a certain extent. And then you got Ulan, Pocahontas, and Vanellope, even Nala. You know, going in strategically to hit, yeah. you know, the weak spots, the going for the face, not like scratch at the eyes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to head matchup. I think Ursula causes a lot of problems for Moana. Okay. Yeah, this is true. Taking out your this top is... tier. Well, you know, she's in the right, she's in the right setting for it, for sure. So the ocean, ocean is on, is on her side. So that'll help. <laughs> Run down of these, of these teams we got here. So, I mean, for, 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 for team awesome over here, we've got, uh, <laughs> Moana, Tinkerbell, Judy Hops from Zootop- uh, Zootopia, Rapunzel from Tangled, Lady from Lady and the Tramp, uh, the sidekick is Abby Mallard from Chicken Little, and you're fighting Maleficent. Very bitter, butthurt, baby party. <laughs> <laughs> she just dragging. Yeah. I think, I mean, you start off with some really strong picks there. I really liked trying to string along Moana, the kind of the creativity of Tinkerbell, Rapunzel, I think has a lot of value add. I think you start getting some weak points with Judy Hopps, you know, Lady. <laughs> Blissfin's a top tier villain, but I think there's avenues for distractions with some of these these picks here. So Yeah, I think I I'll agree. Lady Lady wasn't my finest <laughs> my finest pick. But uh you know, all right. Um all right. So for team winner, we have <laughs> for my five roster, five female Disney hero roster spots. We have Mulan, Elsa. Fairy Godmother, Pocahontas, and Penelope. We have the sidekick of Nala from The Lion King, and or what should be called the Lion Queen. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Ursula for our female villain. You're lucky they didn't call it the Lion Queen because you wouldn't have been able to use it for a sidekick. So, <laughs> <laughs> got lucky there. Loopholes did not specify. Was there anyone else that you were kind of shortlist considering that didn't make the cut? You know, I had a, I had a couple. Uh, that I that I thought about using definitely looked, uh, you know, I tried to go again. I tried to look for some sleeper pick. The Little Mermaid was definitely uh, Ariel. You know, she was definitely on the list of ones I consider because she could do the on on land or or sea with the with the fins. There's a trade off um, though. <laughs> yeah, land and no voice. <laughs> Jasmine from Aladdin was definitely yeah. a, a choice there. She's she's a tough one. She got the bow staff. She got the Donatello from Ninja Turtle kind of vibe going. <laughs> Jasmine was probably the next one up for me. Probably in the running for Pocahontas, Vanellope range. She was definitely in the mix. Yeah, you know, the one the one that I, I'm surprised I didn't see on your team that I thought for sure was going to be there was um, uh, your girl Megara from uh, from Hercules. That was the next one I was going to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely one I thought for sure was going to be on your list. So some some character flaw issues. Calling around, getting references, and I was like, "She might turn on you." And with some bad people, didn't want to really bring that culture into my organization. Right? Yeah, I had a Lilo and Stitch thought across my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lilo uh, is a good good character there, or maybe even her sister uh, from the Lilo and Stitch movies. I was thinking Alice in Wonderland. Alice, as someone who okay. went and kind of a bunch of different things, could have some experience to bring to the table. Lots, lots of options here. I mean, mm-hmm. again, this. The pool was the pool was much larger once we opened it up past the princess point. So yeah, um, I'm surprised Bambi's mom dropped so far as she did. You, know, <laughs> you got it. You got it real deep there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Yeah. So that brings us to the end here. I like these, these kind of quick fire ones, especially focused on a single property. You definitely got to get creative with it. So I like some of the angles out that we took. I think clearly my team's the winner here, but I appreciate you kind of just joining and putting in the effort. <laughs> you know, that's, that's debatable. That's debatable. I think, I think it's, it's, it's a real close one too, I think. You know, it's split decision for sure. Well, now we get to throw it out to our, you know, fan group on Facebook, Shiphead Nation, and uh, get the poll going. See who ultimately came on top. See what the, the listeners have to say. I think we should do that because I think we're going to be at a stalemate here with this one. All right, perfect. So we got a lot of these coming our way. The next one we have is Pixar. So kind of stay in the same realm. I think it's going to be a fun one. You know, similar type of theme we're rolling with here. So if you're a Disney fan, definitely make sure you subscribe to stay in the loop for that one. And then we got some... Some pretty exciting uh, bigger drafts coming up as well that we're going to do. I know we we're kicking around some ideas for Are You Afraid of the Dark type of draft, Legends of the Hidden Temple. So some really cool nostalgia ones that we're going to tap into. The new series oh, here, making sure you, you stay in the loop. Got a lot of fun ones coming up. All right, Des, well, that should do it. We will catch you on the next one. You know it. Yep. All right, one. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.